I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I want to uh, play for you some words uttered by a hero of mine without introduction. So without further ado, please listen to this. Much as you try to bury it, the truth is out there. Greater than your lies, the truth wants to be known. You will know it. It'll come to you as it's come to me faster than the speed of light. You may believe yourselves rid of your headache now. And maybe you are. But you've only done it by cutting off your own heads. All right. Pop quiz. Who uttered those words? Who uttered those words? I want to believe. Special Agent with the Federal Bureau of Investigation, Fox Mulder, of course. Uh, I made reference to uh, watching television in the mid-90s. I was watching that uh, reality show on MTV, uh, Real World and Road Rules. Well, at about that same time, I, uh, my sister and dad and I, we were, we were watching uh, X-Files as well. And oftentimes... Uh, when you hear reference to X-Files, it's, ooh, spooky and creepy and aliens and it's fun. And, uh, but can I tell you, th- there was a, a serious thing uh, and a serious kind of attitude that was instilled in myself and in particular my younger sister uh, who has herself embarked on a career in the military uh, with maybe uh, the FBI in her future. Who knows? Uh, and it was the, the example set by uh, Dana Scully. Yeah, if you watch this X-Files program, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, there were two uh, special agents of the FBI, uh, and they would uh, solve uh, and work towards solving uh, and investigate uh, unexplained, unexplained cases, a lot of UFO stuff. Uh, Mulder was very uh, optimistic, and he wanted to be a believer. Uh, Scully, uh, Dr. Scully, was uh, very grounded and analytical. She always had to handle the autopsies and the sciencey stuff. And uh, my sister got a lot of inspiration from her. She enjoyed uh, that approach to investigation and to science and to learning. And so it is with those two attitudes, uh, the wide open mind that sometimes is a little quirky and a little funny, uh, and also uh, the analytical and scientific n- mind that we approach this next topic. And it is uh, that the Pentagon, the Pentagon has formed a task force to investigate uh, military UFO sightings. Don't, don't snicker. It's a real thing. Uh, the, the Pentagon has put together a task force, and it will look at some of the, the things that are observed uh, from military aircraft that are inexplicable. And there's been a, a good deal of this. 
there are some videos that have circulated. Uh, and there have been some real legitimate individual, well, legitimate, you'll have to decide for yourself. Uh, Senator Harry Reid, not too long ago, uh, he tweeted after uh, some Navy videos were released showing some unidentified aerial phenomenon. Uh, former Senator Reid says, I'm glad the Pentagon is finally releasing this footage but it only scratches the surface of research and materials available. The U.S. needs to take a serious scientific look at this and any potential national security implications. The American people deserve to be informed. Uh, I think Special Agent Mulder would find an ally in Senator Reid. Another ally joining me on the line now, uh, Nathan Arizona, founder of the Utah UFO Festival. Nathan, sir, how are you? How you doing? Not too bad at all. You, you're an X-Files fan, of course, right? Yeah, but you got to understand that X-Files and most of the pop culture television shows that we're used to seeing on this topic, they actually draw their source material from actual real-life cases. Um, so they need to get their inspiration from somewhere. So they, they come to the field of ufology, and there are various researchers in the field, as you know. Mm-hmm. What uh, what set you on this path of ufology? Um, well, um, I've I've had my own sightings. I'm not going to call them aliens, but I've I've been photographing and uh, traveling the American Southwest for over 20 years as a professional uh, wilderness guide. I've spent I spent like 60 days in the borderlands between San Diego all the way down to Brownsville, and over the years I've documented various things that I've I haven't documented everything I've seen, but I've definitely have documented some of it and i've talked to ufo researchers all over the southwest uh, some i can take seriously others are what you and i would call tinfoil quacks right mm-hmm. but there are some serious researchers out there and uh it's I, I i know people in government as well that take this topic very seriously and i would say that the pentagon program they're they're saying that they're starting up the task force. I would say that's a that's a that's a just a reiteration of the same thing that they were working on before. And the fact that they're acknowledging it at the Pentagon is great, but they're not. There's a whole lot that they're not telling us. And of course, they can't because it's classified science. <laughs> the the science is classified. Yes, there's there's uh, there's a lot of different programs that I you could you could call. Uh, black budget, right? Okay. And you know, there's a lot of there's a lot that uh, is not uh, accessible to civilian science. It's it's a lot of this information, a lot of this intel is militarized, right? Because the government's interested in you know having uh, the upper hand as far as national security is concerned. Correct? Yeah, sure. So there's there's a lot they're not going to tell us. There, you know, in the UFO in the UFO niche. In that grapevine, they always talk about a secret space program. That's been some of the latest talk in the grapevine. But I don't, I don't believe that uh, the federal government would call such a program the secret space program. They've probably got a name for something very similar. But we have an interest in space as far as militarizing it is concerned within the United States. So, you know, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, uh, announced the Space Force, and there's a relationship between uh, a lot of these things that are being talked about. Some people tend to think that this, that these videos that they're releasing, where they call them unidentified, and then they don't know what they are. I think that's the government 
maybe finally acknowledging that something's going on, but to suggest they don't really know what's going on and they're going to continue researching it, I think is a bit misleading because I think they know a lot more than they're they're going to admit to the public. Do, do you think that this uh, – would you interpret their acknowledgement of something going on to be of an extraterrestrial nature, or is it possible that what is uh, flying in the sky – uh, and is unidentified, uh, might be some technology from some of our earthbound would-be adversaries. Well, we got to rewind back to the, that organization, to the Stars Academy, that was started by Tom DeLong. He had all those, if you guys know who Blink-182 is, uh, Tom DeLong is the, the kind of the talking head, the celebrity of that organization. And I think Joe Rogan, that runs the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. actually uh, – owes uh, Tom DeLong an apology because Tom DeLong was talking about all of this stuff before uh, this became mainstream news with the Pentagon. So I think hmm. Joe needs to go back and apologize to Tom and say, you know what, you're not so quacky after all, because now they're all talking about this in the New York Times. They're talking about, you know, George Knapp of Channel 8 News in Las Vegas. He's, hmm. he's talking about it. They're coming out with all sorts of stuff right now. And some of those videos have been declassified. So, you know, I think I think some of these organizations, like To the Stars Academy, yeah. I think a lot of them are going to come up with a lot more compelling information, and we should take some of these organizations a little more serious if they're releasing these things early on, because an organization like that yeah. has been putting this information out one or two years before the mainstream media ends up picking picking up the tab on it and yeah. you know disseminating the info. Nathan Arizona, I hate to cut this conversation short. I'd love to speak with you all, all afternoon. Uh, Nathan Arizona, my guest, founder of the Utah UFO Festival. We're speaking on the occasion of the formation of a Pentagon task force to investigate military UFO sightings. Nathan, thank you for your time. Let's connect again in the future, all right? Okay, take care. All right, bye-bye. Uh, okay, fun stuff. Huh? We're going to take a break here. When we return, uh, final segment of the program, we're going to look at the latest filer uh, to run for president uh, here in the state of Utah. Yeah, it, it, it's Kanye West. Yeah, it, it's a sideshow and a joke and a distraction, uh, but he has filed the paperwork. I have a copy here in my hand. You can find it as well on my Facebook page. We're going to speak with Justin Lee, Director of Elections, to tell us exactly what the process is and how Kanye was able to navigate it. That's coming up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.